Hey there. In today's episode, I'm going to answer the question, what is an emergency fund and why do you need one? I'm going to explain what an emergency fund is and cover three reasons why you do need one. And then I'm going to offer you a free resource, a download that I created called the three ways to build your emergency fund fast. That'll help you build your emergency fund quickly so that you can protect yourself from the unknowns of life. Stick around because we're going to cover the ways to help you ignite financial freedom. Welcome to the Igniting Financial Freedom Podcast, where I give you perspective as if I'm in your shoes so that you can remove the worry of money and create the life you want for you and your family. I'm your host, Clark Bradley. I've helped countless others reach their goals. Are you ready to join me as you pursue financial freedom? Welcome, welcome to episode six of the Igniting Financial Freedom Podcast. Today, I'm going to answer the question, what is an emergency fund and why do you need one? Let's start off with defining what an actual emergency fund is. So it's basically an amount of money, whether it's cash at your house or maybe money in a bank account somewhere, right, that you keep available and accessible for the inevitable emergencies that life is going to throw your way. So what is an emergency? I would consider it an unexpected, unplanned life expense. It is not tires on your car, brakes on your car. It is not new furniture for your living room. It is not the, oh, I have a whole bunch of money sitting in my savings account and I feel like I deserve to treat myself expense. It is not taking money out of a cash envelope that you have at home because you feel like buying something. It is also not planned but irregular maintenance or expense that you can foresee, such as holidays, the holiday expense, or car maintenance. Like I said, car tires. Maintenance on your furnace, your air conditioner. That would be considered sinking fund expense, not emergency fund. We'll get to sinking fund in a separate episode, but that is planned, inconsistent, or intermittent expenses, but still planned. What it isn't also an emergency fund is also not gold coins sitting in your safe at home, or silver, or pieces of artwork or real estate, or anything you'd consider illiquid, meaning you have to exchange it and it can take days or weeks or months to do so. It is also something that is, it is not something inaccessible or something with an interest rate attached to it should you need to tap into it. So it's not a bank account overseas. It's not a bank account in foreign currency. It's not a 401k loan that you took out or that you could take out. It's not a home equity line of credit that you took out or that you could take out. It's not a credit card. It's not any credit line or any line of credit that you have access to or that you you could take out. It's also not something that's volatile or with penalties attached to it should you want to access it. It's not a brokerage account. It's not the GameStop stock that you bought three months ago or six months ago, however long. It's not your traditional IRA. It's not the balance in your 401k. It's not a CD that you have at the bank. It's not Bitcoin that you bought. 
what it is, is separately held, ideally at an account that's far enough away, but still accessible. I prefer just an online savings account that you have access to, gives you a little bit better interest, and it's a couple business days to transfer it, so it's far enough, but it's close enough, if that makes sense. And it's not at your local bank. It's not attached to your checking account for overdraft protection. It's not accessible on your app on your online banking. It's not available within five minutes moving money back and forth between your checking and savings. It's set up with some guardrails and some defense mechanisms to protect yourself from yourself, right? All right, so why do you need an emergency fund? Well, for me, firsthand experience, firsthand testimony, it reduces fights about money. I can't exactly put my finger on it, but once we had roughly that 2% of annual income in cash, that's my recommendation, by the way, for your beginner emergency fund is 2% of your annual income. So let's use 50,000, maybe it's 100,000 if you're, if you're a couple, if you're married, your significant other, your partner, you have 100,000, that would mean 2% is two grand. So your starter emergency fund is $2,000. Once you get that number, things tend to ease up. You're not as panicked about just life. You're not as panicked about the unknowns. We've got enough now, thankfully, to cover most, if not all, of our new furnace cost, most of it, hopefully, and or AC costs, should they go at some point, being that they're both 24 years old, so it's only a matter of time, right? But the stress level is significantly lower now, knowing that we've built that that dollar amount up to that that number for for a certain level of comfort and peace that comes with it. And it's like, I don't think we've ever necessarily had that much sitting in cash for an extended period of time, maybe for, you know, a tax return or something like that, you know, a good month for, for business, but not for an extended period of time. All that money was always spoken for. This is actual money that we've saved and we scraped together to put there, sitting there just building interest. And I'm like, finding myself like looking at it, like logging on to my online savings account and just looking at the balance. I know exactly what's in there, but it's like, I just want to look at it because there's a certain level of pride for one from the hard work that we, that we put in to build it, but also the peace of mind and the, and the peace that comes with it. Right. So peace of mind, that's, that's the number two reason why you need an emergency fund. Achieving that peace of mind, lowering your stress level, in protection from the unknown. Okay? There is such a feeling of security when I log in to see my online bank account and to know that should anything happen to one of the cars or to something major in the house that's considered, you know, that I would qualify as an emergency, I have that available. Right? From there, number three reason you need an emergency fund is for the future avoidance of debt. So you're not paying for emergencies on a credit card or a home equity, right? So what if you had, hypothetically, let's say you had a $3,000 emergency. Let's say the transmission goes on your car. Your car's a little bit older. Let's say you don't want to start a brand new, you know, buy a brand new car with a brand new car loan attached to it. 
you've got a used car that maybe you paid off or it's about to be paid off, but you've got $3,000 in a new transmission that, that, uh, that you need to put into it. But the car is still worth, you know, let's say eight, nine, 10 grand. You've got 80,000, 100,000 miles on it. So you've got quite a bit of life left in that thing. You put $3,000 on your credit card. You don't have that sitting in cash. What happens next month when that bill comes due? Now you've got a $3,000 balance and probably some other debt that you're working on paying off. I'm going to guess. And now you've added $3,000 to your already bigger than you'd like to see debt balance rather than slowly and methodically month after month building up your emergency fund so that in the event that a transmission goes out in the car, you have the cash. It stings when you pay for it, but it's a lot better than going into debt. I can promise you that. So a savings account is always better than using a credit card or Bitcoin or a brokerage account to keep your emergency fund. Because you might not get a significant return on that savings account sitting there waiting for that rainy day, waiting for that emergency. But there also is no expense related to the interest on that balance. And there's no volatility on that balance if it's invested in, I don't know, any type of cryptocurrency or it's invested in GameStop or particular stock or any kind of even a mutual fund. When you need to sell and it might be bad timing and you need that 3000 and now all of a sudden your 3000 is 2700 because you lost 10%, the market took took a dip, you lost 300 bucks because you're selling low. All right, no bueno. All right, and bonus reason, I threw a fourth one in here and why you need an emergency fund. Uh, you get better deals with cash. So I mentioned our furnace and the company that comes out and, and services our furnace is going to be helping us with the installation of the new one whenever that time comes. And they've already mentioned that they they have a better program and better pricing for paid in full cash purchases as opposed to using their in-house financing, which they offered and I politely declined. So I get three to 5% off that kind of a transaction. That's a couple hundred bucks right there. So now maybe that's an excuse for me to, I mean, what I really should do is put that money towards something else that can create more wealth for me down the road, but maybe I'll just take my wife out to dinner instead. Got to have some kind of balance in life, right? Anyways, so for the quick win for you today, I have a free download. I mentioned it earlier. It's the three ways to build your emergency fund fast. You do not need an email for this. Just go to ignitingfinancialfreedom.com slash EF as in emergency fund. And that will help you build your emergency fund quickly and help you defend against the unknowns that life is going to throw your way. It's not a matter of if, but a matter of when. And so what's coming up next? Stay tuned. I will have additional episodes where I take on your biggest questions related to money. And to submit a question and have an answer here on the podcast, go to ignitingfinancialfreedom.com slash podcast and submit your question in the form on the top of that page. That is all from me today. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Igniting Financial Freedom Podcast. 
Be sure to subscribe to see future episodes. Go ahead, give it a rating and review so I can help more people ignite their financial freedom. And I wish you good fortune. I'll see you next time.